there could be a new faction nudists in space so i mean yeah that's true it feels great to be new to nature but i mean can you imagine being nude in space that's the ultimate yeah, if you could breathe, if you, hey, <laughs> if you personal atmosphere, that's, that's, <laughs> oh yeah, personal atmosphere. <laughs> that's what that's for. So right. you can be nude in space. Welcome to episode 14 of Starfield with Normal People. My name's Dwayne and I'm here with Michael. As always, Michael, what's happening, buddy? Yeah, I got to say, you know, we both had busy weeks and uh, it took us a couple days to get to the podcast. I have to tell you, my life is incomplete without this podcast. It is. The whole time and and both of our lives were insane this week. The whole week I was just like, when can we record? I w- that's the thing I really wanted to do. Like this this is the most exciting part of my week, honestly. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. yeah. But uh yeah, I'm I'm very happy that we're recording now and getting it out to uh the audience and um I also have to say regarding the audience, our Discord is popping. It is popping. I like I like that word. It sounds cr- like a disco yeah. in the <laughs> 70s. It's popping, baby. That's right. It, it is insane. I just I I love it and I wanted to tell people on the podcast now that essentially the the Discord is an extension of the podcast. Mm-hmm. So it's really fun to have people in there and we're we're there, we're active. I'm maybe sometimes too active when I should be, you know, doing other things. I'm I'm in the Discord talking to people. I love it. I'm the same way. I jump in there, I'm like, um, what do I do? Like I uninstalled TikTok. So now I'm like, I'm going into Discord. Yeah. That's my new TikTok. That's the new so, thing. Thank you. But this is like so much better. So we've got people in there talking about um, you know, po- talking about Starfield. I wanna say because this is a Starfield podcast, there's a lot of Starfield discussion. It's not just for that. Spider-Man 2 is our but, other main. <laughs> that's our other main. <laughs> our so other many main threads on. <laughs> so much to Running talk about. Um, but uh, I want to just highlight real quick, one of the fun things that happened in the Discord this week was mm-hmm. that uh, people were sharing uh, you know, their, their selfies in-game, which we're going to get to because that is part of the Starfield Adventure Club. So yes. we'll get to that later. But one, we'd started to notice a trend that it's so funny to get uh, what we're calling a death stare from an NPC. Mm-hmm. So we had a, a Discord user actually, you know, say, oh, we should get a thread of NPC death stares. And you know what? We did it. So We brought it. We brought it to the people. <laughs> I actually think that's one of the, the more fun, uh, I was going to say subreddits, but yeah. <laughs> discussion topics <laughs> in, in Discord. So it's thanks, so funny. Thanks for adding that. And who was it that asked for the death stairs discussion? That, that was Baza Hadro, um, an active member in our community. Right on. Who suggested that. And yeah, great suggestion. And we've got it there now. And uh, I just, yeah, it's so funny. It just makes me laugh. <laughs> I've been wanting to get into the game and go back to the first time I really saw that, which was in, I don't know, one of the little storefronts in New Atlantis. I walked in there in this this NPC death stare as I was trying to carry on another conversation with a different NPC. <laughs> yeah. I got to find that same one, see if I can recreate it. Cause it was it, unsettling. I just love, it's like, you just want to go like, what, what is your problem? Right. Okay. I'm just living <laughs> my life. What, what is your deal? Quick with save. Me? Break out the shotgun. <laughs> yeah, quick save. Oh man. I've got, there's some characters in there that I definitely had to do that with. Yeah. Um, yeah. Have you done the Crimson Fleet 
instead of doing all these quests, Michael, I've just been going in and doing this Starfield Adventure Club stuff. So oh, yeah. going from planet to planet and um, like, of course, this last time was selfies. I don't have a, a solid selfie that I wanted to put in the Discord. Did you upload one? I didn't. I, I uploaded one to kick it off. Okay, but cool. But then we got so many great selfies from the community and, uh, and even, um, as always, some great stories from people. Mm-hmm. Uh, this week, we will be going to a location again. Yeah. So last week was the only time that we didn't. We were trying something new and, and everyone, uh, well, everyone loved the selfies, but at the same yeah. time, it was missing a little zhuzh of it, not going to the same right. planet together. I like that we mixed it up a little bit, but I'm happy to be getting back to the planet exploration. And you actually yep. posted kind of a, a how-to with the the camera tools, like get your arm to make it look like a selfie. Yeah. Which I thought was clever. It was, really, it was really nice, too, to post that. And then immediately I saw people kind of using some of those tips. And, yep. uh, yeah, it was really fun. Should we roll into some uh, news and community items? Yeah, I think so. I think we've got to talk about the elephant in the room for mm-hmm. game for the uh, the video game awards. The Gotti nominations. The yeah. Yeah. So here's what got nominated, Michael. Baldur's Gate 3, which was, you know, pretty obvious, kind of a given. In yeah. my world, definitely, because I've been playing a lot of that. Yeah. And what else? So we got Should Spider-Man. We even <laughs> Spider-Man 2. <laughs> yeah, that one. Uh, Alan Wake 2, which I personally am very excited to play. I am super excited for that. I have, um, upon your recommendation, I have the original Alan Wake. And then I have, uh, what is it, American... American Nightmare. American Nightmare, I have that one. I still have not played them. Yeah. Because this year has been ridiculous for video games. But then, so yeah, Alan Wake 2, what else is in there? Super Mario Brothers uh, Wonder. I have no idea what that is. Because I'm not like 12 years old. What is it? (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like, a, it sounds um, like typical Nintendo. It's, like, we're making know, games it's, for 12-year-olds. Here's the thing. It's a, it's a new Super Mario Brothers game. That's that's all I know. I, I know that they make good games. I And I know that and I know that adults play them. And so it's like... I'm not hating on Nintendo games. Don't get me wrong. No, like no, no. That, that was my... That was, I thought that was a very funny joke. Yeah. So. No, I mean, like I said before, <laughs> love the Zelda series. Love Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. Honestly, haven't played much after Super Mario Brothers 3, the original. <laughs> like, so... There's You're, about 50 games I need to catch up on. I'll say this, like Super Mario Brothers, like those games, like I have a Switch in my home. I, I barely play it. They're, they're, I believe that they are good games. I believe that they're well designed. I just, it's just not for me. Or at least like I have so much on my list. Definitely. I, I would play Super Mario Brothers if I didn't have like a bunch of other things that I want to play first. Both have kids. So yeah. when we want to play video games with our kids, there's plenty of like, you know, this kind of fair to, yeah. to break out. Yep. And then we save the the adult games for, for later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so in, to round off that list, also nominated for Game of the Year was Resident Evil 4 Remake mm-hmm. and Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. Nintendo showing out on the Game of the Year awards. So. Yeah. Yeah. But they're not going to win, are they? Well, wait, it hasn't been decided yet. Right? It hasn't been. No, okay. it's, it's, that's happening in December. Um, uh, mm-hmm. I actually, I think I'm the only one amongst my friends that actually will sit down and watch the, the game awards. Right. I, I just, I enjoy it. I can't take the awkwardness. It is so <laughs> awkward typically. Like there, there's an entire YouTube channel devoted to remixes of past game the of the year awards. Just like how awkward. You know what's they funny? Are. It's getting better. It is getting better, but 
yeah, there's still that awkwardness. Like there's mm-hmm. still that there's a wall that that the video game community hasn't broken through to. I don't know. I don't you know. You have it these kind of out of touch media people trying to cool it up. It's mm-hmm. just kind of the opposite of what video game culture is, which is very down home, very it's almost punk rock in its truest nature. Like it's do what you want to do, play what you want to play, play the game how you want to play it. Yeah. And then you you get this kind of juxtaposition of horrible I mean, people that are good in front of a camera, they don't have time to play video games. Right. Well, and- They're like the who was the guy in American Some of them, Idol? Although David Harbour. David Harbour. Like he would be, but Starfield. he's not going to host, right? I mean, right. They I need mean, someone he's, like he's a, a David Harbour who's chill and would can get up there and interact oh, with like gamers. The, they actually that would be amazing if they got David Harbour to host the video game awards. Then I'd watch. I'd be in. Yeah. Well, and so it's it's funny because like you look at you compare to something like Golden Globes and Oscars, and actors are just used to being charismatic in front of the camera, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you get like video game developers. Well, I, I'm actually, and I'm not saying anything bad about video game developers. They're just not public speakers. They're not actors. And I would even compare it to the Oscars, when the difference between when an actor wins and when a, a musician wins for Any best soundtrack. Category, right? or Yeah, when you get the special effects winners or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they get on stage. It starts to feel a little... Like the video game world. And, and we've both done probably more public speaking than most people just because of our background. Just because and, of what we, yeah. Yeah. And it's hard. It's hard. It's, yeah. And you hear this a yep. lot. It's literally one of the scariest things for people to do is to speak in public. So it's, it does weird things to your body. I mean, so I understand it. Yeah. So, so who is going to win? I think we both, yeah. I think we know. It's Baldur's Gate, right? I think it is. I think it's Baldur's Gate, hands down. This game, even though, and and I do want to touch on the fact that a lot of these are sequels, and that's one of the reasons why Starfield maybe didn't get nominated is because it's a new IP, and it's not quite there in terms of presence in people's minds, but also in the development of the game itself, it's not quite up to par. Uh, But getting back to Baldur's Gate, I mean, it's it's a spectacular game. It's my go-to game uh, to play right now, Yeah. other than Starfield. It's, and yeah. it's, I mean, I can't wait for Xbox players to get it because it's going to blow your mind, Michael. I think you're really going to love it. Yeah. It's a completely different game than Starfield. Like Starfield is a completely different game. But Baldur's Gate does role playing and D&D so well. Like, yeah, I always wanted to be into D&D. I have like the starter kit. I did it with my, my son. Yeah. Um, I played D&D tabletop with some friends who were really into it. Never quite, you know, made that um, kind of it's, jump to to tough. to get into my brain and say this is super fun. Until now, like now, yeah. I'm like I'm totally into it. I got the like Dungeon Master's Guide from my neighbor because yeah. I'm like I want to find out more about sorcerers. I mean, well, yeah, and you know, you know that I have played D and D a lot. You were I, an I excellent a, DM. Like I was you, a DM. I had yeah. a group. Um, and it just ended up getting to be too much time. Like it would. It, it's a part time job. It was because it, you would do three hours on the the night that you're playing. But in addition to that, I was spending six hours the day before prepping. Right. Um, <laughs> six so, hours prepping? <laughs> My God. Something like, yeah. That, it was basically like if you, you know, don't have anything else to do on a Saturday yeah. and that's your hobby and, and, and don't get me wrong, I loved it. Like oh, it was so fun, but 
it just it just takes up too much time. So Baldur's Gate kind of lets you the game is the DM mm-hmm. basically. Exactly. So it takes all the work in. out of DMing, which is always a, a you know a challenge to get somebody like you. I mean, not everybody has a Michael in their community that can orchestrate a, a great playthrough. Yeah. So so was Starfield robbed? Yeah, that's a great question. I think it was. I think it should have been on this list because of the scope and the breadth of this game is it's just massive. And what you can do in the game is massive. Yeah. It's up there with um with anything in this list. I dare say there's at least one of the Nintendo games you could have taken off of this list. To be fair, I have not played them. Yeah. Just knowing that I mean, again, I'm biased because I'm in a Starfield podcast, but I, I still think it's a massive game. I I do too. Here's the thing: is that the the fact that a Bethesda game is not on the list blows my mind because mm-hmm. Bethesda games come by once every at this point eight years, right? Like a new like a new single player Bethesda game. Um, so every eight years, they build a massive universe for you to explore, and there's all this stuff. To me, that is game of the year material. Right. Spider I oh, Spider Man Two uh, is Spider-Man like Spider Man Two. Like it's, it's tiny. great. It's great, but it, yeah, it's finite. Mm-hmm. It's it is like a twenty hour game that you play. It's a it's an action game. You play it and it's done. And maybe it does that very well. So maybe it's not about and how much of it was based on Spider Man One technology. Right. Like firsthand when I worked at a boutique studio in Los Angeles. We took our game engine that was for Fantastic Four. Guess what we did? We slapped Pirates of the Caribbean on top of it <laughs> and released <laughs> yeah. it on PlayStation. Just I reskinned mean, everything. Yeah, it's basically reskinned, and you know we You're programmed on a boat in now. a few, yeah, a few new levels, and bam, there you go. So I'm yeah. not saying that's what they did with Spider-Man yeah. Two necessarily, but clearly to have a short turnaround. You're using a lot of old technology. However, I mean Bethesda. To be fair, they used. They're building on their technology too. Yeah, right? it, they did use the creation engine. Mm-hmm. They are calling it Creation Engine Two. It's kind of funny because um, I'm obviously a fan, uh, big big Todd Howard simp over here. But <laughs> definitely, when you see the same bugs, like with the guards m- missing their clothes, as I've seen in Skyrim, right? You know, it's ten a years ago, <laughs> standard. It's a bug that's been around. I kind of go, you say it's a new engine, but I... You know know. what's nice about these kind of bugs is I feel like they now know how to fix them quickly, right? Because like, oh yeah, remember guys when this happened in, you know, Skyrim. Right. Remember it was... That's true. You know, this caused this to happen. Yeah. That's the the silver lining of that. Um, Yeah, I just, I wish it was on this list. Like Resident Evil 4 uh, is... Amazing. I'm so I haven't played Resident Evil 4, but I've played just about every Resident Evil up until Resident Evil 4. Right. I just haven't gotten to that one yet. They have been doing an amazing job. That was that one should be on the list. Alan Wake should be on the list. I can yeah. Spider Man 2 is a great game, but should it be game of the year? It just eh. it's kind of no. yeah. Alan Wake 2, um, even though I'm trying to keep myself non-spoiled, from what I hear, it it is doing amazing creative things that no one's ever seen before in a game. So yep. that to me, yes, you should be on the list. Yep. Um, yeah. And I it kind of came out of nowhere. Like Alan, the original Alan Wake was, I wouldn't say it was like, I mean, it was definitely a hit. 
Oh, it was kind right. of like a, a, you know, didn't make that much money in the theater, but on DVD, it right. killed. It was that kind of thing, right? It was because they released the same week as uh, as Red Dead Redemption mm-hmm. a long time ago. And they were an Xbox exclusive. Ah, uh, I so didn't know that. So it got buried mm-hmm. when it first came out. I didn't play it when it first came out. I got it later and I was like, whoa, this is one of my favorite games of all time. But right. I still chose Red Dead Redemption in when it first came out. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. how could you not? Because coming off of Grand Theft Auto, I mean, you're like, this yeah. is GTA, but in a Western. Yeah. So, I mean. That's, yeah. That's we all, yeah, we all called it GTA on horses. Yeah. <laughs> you mentioned the, the Starfield soundtrack in the notes. Was that nominated for an award? It was not. Okay. So. What happened there? Because that, that is. That Just seems insane to yeah. me. This is the best video game soundtrack I've heard, I don't know, in a it's, long time. It's interesting because I'm I'm torn on it because half the time I feel like I'm not noticing the soundtrack in the game. But maybe that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's because it melds so well into the gameplay. And so um, I, I will say my one qualm with it is leading up to the release of the game, when they would play that starfield theme right i was like maybe it was hype but like that theme made me nearly emotional like yeah. it was like such a beautiful piece of music now i wish that when i booted up the game i heard it more it's mm-hmm. the the that opening screen of like starfield it's so like sort of muted and subtle which is cool but I think about Fallout 4. When you start Fallout 4 and you hear that theme kick mm-hmm. in and it's mm-hmm. sort of booming, I like that. I almost wish there was an option to have that Starfield theme boom in my speakers when I started the game. Have you just sat there on the opening screen and let it fully cycle? Because I did that and I didn't realize that the, the sun moves out from behind the planet and moves across the screen and out of frame again. Oh, really? Yeah, it's actually no, really cool. That's cool. I'll, yeah, so yeah. if you sit there for 20 seconds, you'll see the the sun fully move out. Um, I I do love the Fallout 4 intro, and I love that theme of Fallout 4. There's something special about this one for me personally because I do like subtlety. Yeah. And just something about like simplicity and and minimalism with the black the white, the logo, I yeah. love it, and the music. Yeah. So. You know, that is that is something interesting, I think, about the game that I think is throwing a lot of, like Starfield, that's throwing a lot of people off, is they chose subtlety mm-hmm. in a lot of areas. Yeah. And so, so, yeah, that's, that's interesting. Uh, you mentioned something to me about flamethrowers. I just want one in the game. Yeah. <laughs> like, man has always been on a quest to... Have fire and then put it over there. Put, like, yeah. I want to put fire. <laughs> I, I stole this bit from some comedian I remember, but he was like, man wants to put fire, you know, 50 feet over there. Um, and thus they invented the flamethrower. Flamethrowers would be great, especially in space. Like we've seen fire blobs of fire in some more modern science fiction. It'd be really cool in like, a, you know, a weightless uh, space station or whatever to see like your flamethrower, how it would react in space. It would oh, shoot out like yeah. globs of of flame or something. I don't. I mean, See, I don't even know. It needs oxygen to burn, but it would have to be like a yeah. napalm like substance. But 
Yeah, that would be that'd be a cool opportunity for them to do some show something that's never been done before, which is like because uh, yeah, the flame flamethrowers need the fuel, mm-hmm. and yeah, would that react differently on like a in a weightless environment, or just have it to where it works as a normal flamethrower on on a planet with an atmosphere, and then you go to try to use it on a planet without, and you're like, what happened? Yeah, and yeah, then you're like, oh, work. okay, you know. I would say, it, and a flamethrower would be, like, if they added one, that would be a great opportunity to add a new big bad enemy, too. Like a, an enemy type that is... Uh, like maybe Starship like Troopers, s- the big bug that shot the flame out? Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. That'd be awesome. Because right now, we kind of have terror morphs, and then there are some planets that have some more dangerous creatures on it. Mm-hmm. But overall, the the main, like, bad enemy is the terror morph. Right. I would love to see some new thing that's very dangerous and that you have to build a, a flamethrower just to compete against it. Right. That would be cool. And bazookas too. Like we're using a lot of weapons based in weapons that we know. It's kind of this NASA punk theme carrying through. So ballistic type weapons. That's what yeah. we have here now. And lasers. Where are the rail guns? Yeah. Where are the bazookas? Where are the projectile? Like there you know, is a air to air missile type yeah. stuff. And I don't know, like true. There's the closest a lot is the, we have the grenade launcher. So that's, yeah. that's the furthest. So if you, yeah, true. If you're kind of doing an explosives expert build, that's kind of all you've got is, mm-hmm. is the grenades and the grenade launcher. There's a lot they could have done or they can do with weapons. Let's hope that they really dive into this area, like bigger enemies and crazy super futuristic weapons um, that are realistic, you know, like could be earth future weapons. Yeah. Speaking of proving things, I saw, uh, I think it was a wired video. Uh, Todd Howard revealed the exact number of people. He has 250 team members that are actually working on Starfield post-launch. Like post-launch, which is a massive team for a game that has been released. It really is. This makes me, so excited and hopeful for for what's coming and it supports what they said they said that they want to support this game for five years Mm -hmm. and that that just tells me that they're serious about it absolutely we're we're in a very competitive year this year 2023 has been unreal for video games so the competition for bethesda is is extreme this year probably more so than most years um, yeah, which and, I wanted to actually, I was going to say that when, when we were talking about them getting robbed at Game of the Year, mm-hmm. it's just been such a big year for games. Definitely. I would say most games don't even have 250 people normally working on a, on a game. 250 is right. probably like a pretty good size uh, boutique studio, yeah. not your EA, not your yep. uh, Rockstar, um, like the That's one I worked for point. in LA. There was like 250 employees in a little office building and we're pumping out a, a video game right over a two year period. So to have for them to have 250 people as well as the rest of their studio working on maybe elder scrolls or something like that. Yeah. That's, I mean, Todd's not going to let this game go down, um, you know, as a mediocre game. I think we're going to see continued improvements. So I'm excited about that. Yeah. This, this game has been so interesting to, to watch it release because to me, it hits all the right buttons, but it has not hit all the right buttons for everyone, mm-hmm. um, which is fine. Whatever. It's not a game for you. <laughs> Don't play it. But, you know, I do see them 
building and building and building. And like this game is hey, already good. To me, it's already good, but mm-hmm. it's going to get amazing. For sure. When are we going to see that first DLC? You were saying maybe Christmas. December. You think thinking, so? Yeah, I'm thinking holiday season. So two weeks from now, cool. potentially. Yeah, it's got to be soon. I'm going to guess that we get a tease in December. Mm-hmm. And, and then release in February? In February. I think, let's see, the game came out, what was it, September? But basically my point is that I think six months they were, I think they were saying that probably about six months would be the first DLC. Mm-hmm. I am uh, I am excited. I'm definitely one of those people that I, I don't like to say, I don't like it when people say mods will fix the game because the game is fine. But I will say this, I have only one more achievement to get. Oh my goodness. I okay. have yeah, it's actually been that way for a while now. I mm-hmm. I hit all 10 all, 10 ships. All the <laughs> You still haven't fixed the ship bug? Oh, can I tell you yeah, about tell that us, fix? Wilson. Okay. So the ship bug, so this is a bug that a lot of people have gotten where somewhere along the line uh, of the game ships will start landing and then but nobody gets out, you can't get mm-hmm. in them and it's very annoying. However, <laughs> mm. that bug also created another bug. At the same time, any starborn ship that lands, also people don't come out. However, those were normally locked. You couldn't get in those. Mm-hmm. Now I was able to just grab any one of those that I wanted. A little happy uh, accident, <laughs> a bug that opened up a better bug. So don't get me wrong. I don't like dealing with those bugs, but... When I, I had like eight ships left, like or I had eight ships out of ten, mm-hmm. um, then I realized I could just anytime a starborn ship landed, I could just get it. And then I I actually I had nine ships and I got the achievement. So so hey. Congrats. There we go. So I finally started a new game plus. And one of the things that I maxed out in my skills was planet scanning, like botany and and zoology. So mm-hmm. What's nice is before when I if I started a new character from scratch, I would have to scan like twelve animals, twelve plants. Right. I only have to do four. So yes, I have to scan the planets again, mm-hmm. but it's but so it's much one faster. Third the, by my calculations, it's one yeah. third as much work. Yeah. Not only that, but I also have been putting traits into or skill points into the. Uh, Planet scanning, oh. uh, I, I think it's like astronomy. Basically what it means is when I scan a planet from like from space, mm-hmm. I have like a 50% chance for it to reveal uh, one of those, you know, when you find a special, you know, like a fungus or what's it called? A planet trait, basically. Oh, okay, right, right. So usually you have to like run around the planet to find mm-hmm. one. I you have, have to 50... go into caves. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, not caves. Um, yeah, I, I have a 50% chance of it just highlighting one from space. That's a beautiful thing. So yeah, honestly, I like that. Yeah. So my point is that like people are focusing on what they lose when they go new game plus, but I, I just say, well, I've started new characters before and this is similar to that. It's not exactly the same, but is it, Evident when you're going to make that choice Yes, in the game. So you could yes. stall and just continue to... Absolutely. Okay, yep. Okay. So without spoiling it, it, the game makes it so easy for you to know... Plus you can when, always go back to the earlier save. You, you can. Yeah. But it's, it will... 
it will go to great lengths to make sure that you know that you're starting a new game plus. Should yeah. we get into our main topic? The thing that I definitely wanted to talk about this week was making money in the game. Mm-hmm. Actually, that ties into what I'm talking about. Can we about. talk about how to do it in real life first? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, buy low, sell as high. Soon oh, as soon as no. <laughs> it's something like that. As soon buy as I find out, I will let you know. Okay. Um, but this making money is an important topic and mm-hmm. It brings me back to the New Game Plus thing because in my first game, I was getting to the point where I was rich, right? Because yeah. after you play a long time, you do a lot of missions, you're doing this, doing that, selling stuff, you end up with a ton of money. In fact, I I see it's it's funny to me when I see people complain, uh, this game economy is broken because I'm rich. And then someone else is like, man, this game economy is broken. I can't make ships. It's too expensive. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, yeah, it's funny when people say they're rich. I'm like, then go build ships because it'll be gone real fast. Exactly. You can spend so much building ships. It's ridiculous. But I've never focused on money in video games. So I've never been necessarily good at it because I generally don't care. Oh, yeah, until yeah. Until when I need it. And then I'm like, okay, now I got to go out and figure the least resistance to make some money so I can add this to yeah. my ship. So. And and the thing is, like, so like I was saying, like you get rich at the end of your main game, but if you go new game plus or start a new character, that's what I've been seeing is I'm like, oh man, I've got no money now. <laughs> like I, I do not have enough money to buy this, buy that. So I wanted to talk about how do we make money in mm-hmm. Starfield? First, tell me before you researched anything or yeah. looked into it, what was kind of your go-to method? So the, some little cash in your pocket. Well, you know, I was doing the Skyrim method, which was you Chopping go and you and drop off stuff looting. and sell things and you take which missions. Which is very cumbersome. It right? d- <laughs> it's not the smart yeah. way to do it necessarily because no. that's what I do generally, which that's, is like the yeah. natural way to play the game. That's what I was doing, but that does not seem to be the best way to go about it. I think then after I was doing like main missions, I started to notice that as you do main missions, they kind of drop you a good amount of cash. Right. That and what we'll say like, uh, you know, bounties and those types of things. Right. Sure. I saw an amazing tip. And before we get to that, because that that's what I'm so excited to share. Hmm. I went to our discord and you pulled the people. I pulled the people. Our I, wonderful I, Discord I, members. I asked the Discord, how do you like to make money? First off, <laughs> what, Space Cadet wrote the console command for her. It was like player add okay, item. Step and one, it's like press one the, billion yeah, credits. Press the tilde. <laughs> Open up the console command. Um, they did say that they were joking. but And um, what else yeah. did he say? He said that he has a mod that does... that cheats it so it doesn't disable your achievements if you do a cheat through the through the console. Well, and that's what's funny, right, is, yeah. some, is people say, oh, well, mods will disable your achievements. And it's like, oh, well, there's a mod for that. Right. <laughs> to there's an app for that. Them. Yeah. Well, we had Lin-Man New Delhi uh, saying that their favorite way of making money is just stealing a pirate ship and then taking it back home and selling it. Mm-hmm. They know it's not the best or fastest way, but they love boarding them and then flying the ship away. Wait, wait. Can I interject? Yeah. Does anyone else have lost ship anxiety if you do that? La- you, oh. you steal a pirate ship, take it home, uh, sell it, and then 
my ship is gone. My other ship is gone. I'm not saying this happens. I'm just saying I'm, I have anxiety about that. Because because your other ship will sort of like well so they Look, basically I don't like fly to park away. <laughs> way out like you know in a parking lot sometimes because I'm afraid I might lose my car or something yeah. I think it's maybe it's like that or something I don't know I think like I, I think like you've just got I think I you just have I think you need this. to talk to somebody about this <laughs> Do you cover lost ship anxiety in your program I I'm very pro therapist I think people should talk to a therapist if um if they need to talk to somebody Sure. So can we get special therapists that specialize in video game Dude, anxiety? That's how you make money in real life. <laughs> right there. Oh, I think we man. I think we found found the oh, way. That's our next podcast, video game therapist. Mm -hmm. Here we go. The All right. Hold us to it. Uh, uh, come on. Our Discord. Hold us to it. Mm -hmm. We've got to do video game therapist. We'll figure this out together. All right, we had another tip that was very interesting from Worst Action Hero. Mm -hmm. Now, they do mention that this could be an exploit, but it also could just be a game mechanic. This is wild. <laughs> so Worst Action Hero says you land on a high XP planet. So you go high level planet, mm -hmm. you uh, look for things that are going to kill you in the middle of this. So I guess like having enemies around makes a difference. Basically they build an outpost beacon and then they build a bunch of weapon cases. Okay. Oh, I've seen this exploit. It yeah. is an exploit for sure. Okay. Right. And then, then yeah. Cause then you quick save and then you load the quick save mm -hmm. and they all have weapons inside. They've all got weapons yeah. inside. So you would, you would call this an exploit. I have an alternate way to do this that isn't an exploit yeah instead do like the animal husbandry thing where you can spawn animals and then build a sniper tower in the middle mm. and then climb the tower and shoot the beast for Start xp take, taking them out fishing yeah and they're barrel. spawning like constantly so i mean you can rack up that's not necessarily making money but right that, it's that a similar idea XP, that doesn't yeah. like rely on uh code like exploiting the code. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, we, is we, it fun for you? Go for it. It still yeah. requires effort to place all these cases out. And it's kind of a, when I when I watched the video on it, I was like, this is this is pretty cool. Like, yeah, at so the if end you like of doing the day, it, go for it. it's a single player game. So it's like, go right, for it. I, right. I agree. It's like, I'm such a role player that I would probably do things that are more uh, realistic in the game world. So GM mentioned the selling the ammo trick that he had mentioned yep. to us that we we talked about last he kind of clarified a little bit on that right yeah there were some some more details yeah, so there. check that out go on the discord we're not going to do the work for you <laughs> <laughs> go to the you want to know what uh, it is go find it honestly like the discord could be the entire podcast there's because a lot there's so much going on that i'm like mm -hmm. wow like the podcast could be this week in the discord but yeah we're not mm -hmm. going to do that Ser Solis mentions that Freestar missions are that the ones that ask you to destroy a pirate captain in orbit of, you know, X planet. Mm -hmm. Reoccurring. It's the same mission that you can do over yep, and over, you right? You can do it mm -hmm. over and over again. Those are super fun. So they will, they'll, they put weapons on to disable the ship. So of course, if you do electromagnetic weapons on your ship, you can disable their engines and mm -hmm. board them. Yep. So you can also fun. just blow them out of the sky and you then can. loot the junk that's yep. which ha usually has credits and stuff like that on it right so they will disable the ship board um this is ser solace they'll take contraband undock and destroy the ship while in targeting mode 
So that's interesting. They will go, they'll board the ship, grab everything because there's contraband on those ships, Mm -hmm. and then they'll get back out and they will blow it up. So that's fun. Yeah. That's like Um, the double dipping thing. Yep. Kind of get a little bit of both. And Michael, you had an excellent tip that you came across that sounds like uh, Grand Theft Auto a little bit, right? Yeah, so they're calling it the Chop Shop. So this is very interesting, um, and I just found it very exciting because we all know that the vendors and and the technicians, they only have a certain amount of credits, mm. which first off, just so you know, the technicians have like around 72,000 credits or something like that. Sure. If you go to like the Teo shop or the Stroud Eklund, the showrooms, mm-hmm. they'll have like 160,000 Nice. Credits okay, to, that's a good tip right there. So that's already a good tip. So just just so you know, you have to go a little inland. You have to go, you know, to those shops. Um, there on Neon actually is where those showrooms are. However, those are the flyover states. The fly- <laughs> sure are. <laughs> However, um, this is really cool. So here's a place that has no limit on credits they can spend, Ooh. and that is in the ship builder. Now, what this right. person on on Reddit posted by Oddball, uh, mm-hmm. they will take a ship, they'll steal a ship, they'll register it. Then you can go into the ship builder and strip it for parts. Now, if you don't know, when you're in the ship builder, it will show you like how much you're spending to put those things on. Mm-hmm. But if you are replacing a part with a a less costly part, you will actually make money. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So a lot of people don't know this. You, so you part it out and you can literally get all of the 160,000 credits that that vendor has by parting out a ship? No, it's even better than that. Okay. In the ship builder, there is no, there's no vendor. It's it's just like... It's just the ship builder. It's just the ship builder. It's its own thing. Yeah. It's its own thing and... It's sort of like... Endless credits, basically, is what you're telling me. It kind of is. So Mm -hmm. basically, you have to strip it down to a functional ship. So you can't just sell all the parts and be done. You do have to end with a ship that functions. Right. So you need the cockpit. You need... uh, What's the opening lane? Yeah, you Uh, need the grav drive and you need a reactor. Yeah. Right. So you need basically that. You strip down the ship to just the bare minimum, and then you can still sell that ship. So you've Brilliant. made money in the ship builder, and then you're going to make money selling that tiny ship. See, I could do that. That actually sounds like fun, quite honestly, because it's it's almost like a mini game. Yeah. Because you still have to have an end ship, so you can't just like take everything apart. That's and that's so funny to me because yeah, I I also I agree with the mini game. I because I like being in the ship builder, but most of the time that I've been in there, I've been building bigger and better. Right. And like, can I? How much power can I have? How much firepower can I have? You don't have to put weapons on a ship. You can have a ship with no weapons. So going the opposite route and stripping a ship down, like to me, that is yeah, it sounds fun. And you're just looking for the cheapest. Parts. Think about yeah. this. Just the shipbuilder alone, this game should have been in competition for game of the year. Oh, I, I mean, agree. that's one tiny part of this game. And how, look how robust it is and how many things you can do with it. Yeah. It's, it's crazy, it's, man. It's such a shame. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that is, that's the money-making tip um, that I wanted to share because, 
there, there's no limit there. And then, yep. and then when you're selling that tiny ship, it's, you know, it's only going to be worth so much. So you're not, you know, they definitely will have the credits for it. If people are looking for more money making tips, they should just go hang out in our discord in the discussion thread. Yep. We've got a discussion thread that's, that's essentially just for Starfield uh, outside of the Adventure Club. Planet of the Week. All right. I think we should get into our Starfield Adventure Club. Absolutely. So last week, we did not go to a planet altogether, but we did selfies. And the response was so great. It's so funny. And 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 uh, There were some gonna, bangers in there, Michael. There's some bangers. Ain't going to lie. <laughs> there's some great ones. So we're going to go through and... and react to some of them and we are going to pick one which is so right. difficult picking just one but one person this week from our starfield adventure club is going to win a starfield adventure club mug that we are going to send out and that yep. is courtesy of our friend space cadet space cadet put up the cash you did indeed for these mugs thank you sir so so we can all thank uh space cadet let's go we've got what what do you see first the first one i like is the bah- uh, Bazahadro. Am I saying that right? Bazahadro. He just yeah. posted one. It's simple. He's in a bathroom and he's got like the pose where you got like one knee up and kind of he's sitting on the floor. Uh-huh, it just yeah. made me laugh because <laughs> it's, you know, there's a lot of really fun ones with amazing vistas, but this is like in a bathroom. So it made right. me chuckle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking at uh, Olivier Le Pirate. Le Pirate. Is he a pirate maybe? Um, and... You know, he asked, was there uh, an SAC episode where people had to visit Groombridge? Um, because if not, it should be in the list. And yeah, I've been here before. You got these big like chicken dinosaurs. But Olivier posted a picture of him standing in front of a bunch of murdered fauna. <laughs> so right. he's been busy. I also like the uh, Cherry Bomb RN. There's a really cool photo, selfie of uh, they're kind of floating on this planet surface, this ice ball. And there's a neat shot of a, another planet behind. So shout out to cherry bomb RN. Yeah. And then, uh, I'm looking at this one from Scotty. So this one kind of made me uh, laugh and it was a nice twist. They actually got, they had the camera so that it looks like, uh, Andresia is taking the selfie and that their character is sort of standing in the background and then it was sort of a sad moment. They started quoting the arms of the angels. <laughs> Sarah McLaughlin. Sarah McLaughlin. I have to say these little bat creatures are cute. And this is, uh, I, I am campaigning. Please, Starfield, give us the ability to adopt a creature. Definitely. That. There's so many good ones. We don't have time to mention them all. But definitely, once again, jump in the Discord and read through. You have to scroll back to like, uh, last nine. week, 11, yeah. yeah, November 9th, kind of start there when Michael uh, posted his first selfie and go down. You won't be disappointed. Yeah. I So I'm going to just special mention two more. Number one, uh, GM. Mm-hmm. GM got a selfie with a massive explosion happening behind I forgot them. about that. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. Cool guys never look back. <laughs> what was <laughs> the SNL at explosions. Skit? Yeah. Well, Dwayne, I've got my favorite. Okay. I don't know. Lay it on me. Let's, let's talk about this. Sure. Slappy92, 1110. Okay. Slappy's got a beautiful beard and handlebar mustache. Uh, made themselves look nude 
<laughs> chest up. It's a very tasteful. Sure. It's a, it's a tasteful, tasteful image. And I believe that they are on a, a moon, atmosphere-less moon. <laughs> and they mentioned that they nearly died trying to get this shot. I see it. It is a beautiful image, and it mm -hmm. is my favorite of that the That is hilarious, because I think we've all done that thing where, like, walk out onto a planet with no helmet, and you're like, you get the little no. warning that's like, you know, you're supposed to be wearing a helmet right now. Like, that'd be helpful toward your health. Um, yeah. Two more seconds, and Slappy92 would have froze to death. Yeah. So, there could be a new faction, nudists in space. So, I mean... Yeah, I that's mean, true. It feels great to be nude in nature, but I mean, can you imagine being nude in space? That's the ultimate. Yeah, if you could breathe, if you, <laughs> hey, <laughs> if you personal atmosphere, freeze. that's, that's. <laughs> oh yeah, personal atmosphere. <laughs> that's what that's for. So right. you can be nude in space. Well, I agree with your your choice. So I think we got to award Slappy 92. Oh, right. Yes. I'm so excited. A coffee mug. This is our first week given the, the, the free coffee mug to the winner. Mm -hmm. I'm very excited. So Slappy92, congratulations. Yep. But everybody, like your pictures just brought me so much joy. And for next week. Next week. What should we do? Oh, we got a great suggestion from. Great suggestion. One from of our uh, YouTube comments. Right? Yep. Yes, we have a comment from Tentacle Pond. That mm -hmm. name makes me laugh. That's a great it. name. Hey guys, been listening on Spotify at work and really loving the podcast. Having got a good feel for what you two seem to enjoy in the game, I think I may have found the perfect planet for the Nest SAC destination. And they did mention Groombridge 8A. Hey. Now, Olivier had mentioned going, so that's okay. interesting. Yeah. But yeah, I Groom, believe... It's like Groom Lake here in Nevada, you know, the, the Area 51... Um, testing ground oh, is on yeah, the there Groom you go. Lake, dry yep. Groom Lake. Uh, yep, spooky stuff spooky happening. Stuff, yeah. So it's a moon in the Groombridge system, which is directly up from Cheyenne on the star map. Okay. And they said, I don't want to give anything away, but it's definitely my favorite planet so far. I did a little sneak peek. Oh, you did? I went there and I agree. With your NG plus. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I'm still level 25 over here. So. Yeah. You know what, though? NG zero. Can, can I say that I really like that we have, um, we've got you on the podcast as, as somebody who is taking it slow, taking it easy, mm -hmm. because we do have a lot of people writing in to our podcast and commenting that they love that we don't go deep into spoilers, that anyone can listen to this podcast from any level. So right. I, I really think that. Except NG10. If you've gone that far, then <laughs> you're looking no, for the highly there's analytical. For you. <laughs> there's nothing for okay. you here. Get out of here. Yeah. Just kidding. Come come grace us with your, your presence. With your starbornness. Yeah. Um, so that is where we are going. So just reiterating Groombridge 8A. Yeah. I, Jump into the Starfield Adventure Club Discord and tell us what happened when you when you went there or when you're going to go there. Give us the details. When I went there, I took a, a picture that I am so freaking proud of that I've been waiting to share with. Post it in the Discord right the now. Starfield We're not Adventure going any, Club. <laughs> any further until you uh, post it. I'm going to post it and I'm going to probably make it Is the some thumbnail. Crazy dude riding a unicorn? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so. All right, I think that wraps it up for this week's episode of Starfield with Normal People. You know, we have uh, friends of the show which are what we're calling like contributors. So if you do love the show, 
You can go on our YouTube channel. You can do what's it called? A uh, super. We we've super got like super thanks, like yeah, and super then we've thanks. we've also got um, our membership. Yeah, and thanks to everyone that listens on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. And if I was Michael, I would say, you know, Google Podcast is going away. <laughs> you know, we have <laughs> yeah. to mention it every show. We might, we might not even need reason, to yeah. <laughs> mention it at all. But yeah, and thanks uh, to those watching on YouTube. All links are provided in the show notes below. Yeah, and an extra special thanks for comments and feedback and anyone participating in the Discord. And if you do have a comment or suggestion to make, pop on in and uh, or leave a comment on our YouTube page. We also have Spotify comments as well. Yeah, which, uh, I love the Spotify comments. Read. Yeah, we yeah. read all of them. We publish them. Mm-hmm. And um, so make it's really nice. Them, so. And what? And make bed sheets out of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to bring it back. Also, you can support the show by just buying merch. So we've got merch uh, of for normal people and for game tourists and the Starfield Adventure Club. And we've had some people in our Discord showing off their their new hats and their mugs. And it's so much fun to see it. Yeah. If you like the show, consider dropping a five-star review on your favorite podcast app. That would really help us out. Absolutely. Thanks for traveling the Starfield with us. And make sure you subscribe because we will be back for more next week. See ya.